Hey guys, good morning. Hello, how are you? Glad that you're here. Listen, if you can find your copy of God's Word, whether it's on your phone, on your iPad, uh, between uh, two leather-bound uh, covers or a paper book or hardback scrolls or, or whatever it is, if you can find your copy of God's Word, if you'll find it, take it, grab a hold of it, and open up to 1 Corinthians chapter 3, you'll be where you need to be beginning those first couple of verses. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, as you're getting your copy of God's Word out and ready and prepared, I'll tell you uh, the fluff stuff, the, the things you need to know. I am Danny Smith, and this is DK Ministries, proclaiming the word podcast. Uh, we are so glad that you tuned in, glad that you've listened. Uh, thank you for those who've listened in the past. If you knew, if you just caught it by accident or someone shared with you, hey, welcome aboard. Glad that you're here. Let us know what you think. Is how to do that? Well, uh, the easiest way, I guess, I don't know if I want to say the best way, but the easiest way, just remember this email address, dspreacherman at gmail.com, all lowercase, dspreacherman gmail.com, and just send us a note. Let us know what you thought. Hey, I stumbled upon it. Uh, I liked it. Or, who I ain't ever coming back. Whatever it is, whatever your thoughts are, we, we like to hear it all. Now, I'll tell you, as you're listening, there's no background music. Now, we don't have stuff that a lot of people are able to have on their podcast and things like that. We, we have a, a one individual operation, and he has zero gifts and talents with that stuff, okay? And so what we just try to do is uh, bring to you the words, the things, the message we think God has for you today or has for us today to share. And we hope, we hope that you receive it in that attitude and, uh, and that, you know, it's beneficial to you. Okay. Now, if you were going to turn in your copy of God's Word, I am sure that you were there. And so you look at it, and first, you know, First Corinthians chapter 3, you probably begin to uh, scan the words a little bit as you're waiting for me to get through the fluff stuff, as I call it. Um, Paul's just, you know, Paul's reminding these guys he did his job. He did what he was supposed to do. He came in, preached the Word. Uh, a, a number of folks were saved under his ministry there. How many, Brother Danny? How many? I, don't, I don't know. We don't have a clue. Uh, numbers aren't given. Uh, does that mean numbers aren't important? Of course, that's not what it means. Listen, every soul is important, and we ought to do everything we can to reach every soul uh, that we can. But there are times and places for those numbers and times and places to look at them, talk about them, think about them, pray over them, and all that stuff. But this was at the time. Paul didn't say, I want 32 of you to the Lord. I want 103 of you to the Lord. I, I want two of you. He didn't give a number. I don't know. Uh, apparently, though, Paul had been uh, very successful, quote unquote, uh, very blessed. I, I like that better, all caps, uh, by God, and had been able to lead people uh, to a saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. And those people had had become, uh, I, I don't know, maybe you want to say the nucleus, the center of the church, whatever you want to say. And yet, even though Paul had uh, been involved in their life, even though Paul had, quote unquote, been their first pastor, uh, had been, the, you know, the advances they had listened to, well, something was wrong, things had not worked out, and they had not become what they should be. They hadn't grown as they should grow. Now, I want to ask you a question. Are you growing in your faith, in your spiritual walk, in your spiritual journey? Are you growing with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? Paul had done his job. He'd come in. He'd, he'd shared his faith, his faith. They had come to faith. He'd helped them grow, but he fed them because of the time that he was there. He fed them, as he says, and we'll look at it in a minute. He fed them with milk. He wasn't able to give them, you know, the rock-hard uh, stuff that you really need by hard quotation, quotation marks, the things that uh, help you grow, they stand on. Uh, he had fed them with milk, helped, had nurtured them, and helped them grow in their faith. And yet, as he left, 
I, I believe he probably told them. I believe he shared with them. I believe he instructed them. I believe he prayed for them to grow. But apparently not all had done that. Had any done it? I don't know. He doesn't say. Uh, he's not trying to throw stones at anybody or especially everybody. But the truth is, overall, there seemed to be a lack of growth. And this lack of growth was causing problems in the church, problems in the community, because there was a confusion about, well, what is the church about? It, and because they haven't grown, it kept them from being what God would have them be. When the church isn't what it should be, uh, there's certainly a lot of confusion around, like, why is the church even there? What, what is the church involved? And so Paul is, is trying to address that, trying to get it right, trying to, you know, get them to the point where they understand they need to grow. Now, you have your copy of God's Word open, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, uh, beginning in verse 1. As you, as you kind of look over those first couple of verses, just kind of look at them. Look at some words, gaze some words, you know, gaze at some words for a moment. Pick out what you see. Uh, that says, okay, yeah, that's that kind of, okay, whatever it is, just kind of look at it, kind of see what you can learn. We're going to, we're going to read it in just a moment here. We're going to just take a second. We're going to, we're going to read the word. And then we're going to talk about some things uh, that you see in churches that are growing. Okay. Uh, and I, brethren, first Corinthians chapter three, verse one, and I, brethren, could not speak to you as spiritual people, but as to carnal, as to babes in Christ. I fed you with milk, not with solid food, for until now you're not able to receive it, and even now you're still not able, for you're still carnal. Were there envy, strife, divisions among you, are you not carnal and behaving like men? And as Paul talks and as Paul uh, reaches, you know, reaches out and, and begins to share with them, he shares with them what we often see uh, in churches today, non-growth, no growth spiritually. Uh, some churches who seem to be, at least for a little while, growing numerically when you get to looking uh, deeper into things aren't really growing spiritually and soon well soon trouble comes division comes uh, difficulty comes because spiritual growth is needed in the church for the church to be what it ought to be a, a church will not accomplish what it needs to accomplish if it doesn't grow spiritually you say what does a, a spiritually growing church look like well, that's really what I want to talk to you about. I, I mentioned this Sunday morning to Taylor Creek Baptist Church in Kentwood, Louisiana, where I'm the interim pastor. Hey, if you ever get a chance, uh, come come see us. Come be with us. We'd love to see you. Service begins about 1030 uh, on Sunday mornings, and we'd love to uh, have you as our guest. We love it when you folks come in. We love folks. and just glad to have you. All right, we're going to have church tonight, so be there about 630. Uh We'd love to see you. But anyway, tonight's Wednesday night, by the way, so I don't know when you're going to listen to this. If it's it's on a Thursday night, wrong night. (laughs) Okay, this is Wednesday, November 3rd for me. I shouldn't tell you that. Anyway, and so Paul says, I I, I fed you with milk, but you shouldn't be eating food. There's some things you have to do by yourself. There's some things you have to do on your own. That doesn't mean you can't. Uh, get a mentor. That doesn't mean you can't, you know, uh, join people say, hey, let's go down this journey. Let's grow. A friend of mine has been posting what uh, they have been learning in their Bible study they started a few weeks ago. Uh, I, I don't know what the Bible study is. I haven't, uh, you know, haven't asked her that. Uh, but, you know, everyone's going to say, hey, this week my study's on this, this week. So about three, four weeks, and she talks about how she's growing. Well, she doesn't mention that she's um, partnered with someone, I guess. Uh, she is reading uh, some material that has been provided whether it's a book, a workbook, or whatever, uh, something from the internet, some, I don't know. I, I, you know, I don't know. 
But anyway, she has testified to his growth. She'd been a Christian a while. She testified that the first day she spoke about it. Uh, but she need, she realized, she said her words, she hadn't been growing. And so, she, so she's growing. I, I know other people kind of going through a similar experience. They're not joining with people and, uh, you know, hey, you know, we're going to grow together. They, you know, for whatever reason, God has led them to uh, kind of, you know, go out on their own and, and begin to grow. Now, there are people I've met, I hear about. Uh, I, I listen to and they say, hey, you know me, and so, so, so I started a, a, a prayer group or an accountability group, all kinds of things. My brother, my uh, my youngest brother, uh, is in a group in, uh, you know what, I guess it's the Baton Rouge area, uh, and I really, I know where the church is, and I know where, I don't know exactly where the houses they meet on Thursday nights, and boy, they have a crowd, he posts those pictures, and, and, and that is bringing real growth into his life, in the life of uh, many others. I met some other people in that group uh, uh, sometime back at an event at, at, at his church. And, and so, you know, that's, uh, you know, that's an avenue of growth for him. We need those avenues of growth. But anyway, that's individual path. That's individual direction uh, where we've been fed with milk and then we need to feed on the word. But what about churches? Uh, growing churches will produce growing Christians. Uh, and, and the reason that Christians aren't growing who are in some churches is because the churches aren't growing. Now, here, we're not just talking about numerical uh, numerical growth. We remember that. Remind yourselves of that. You say, Brother Danny, are you against numbers? No, I'm not. If you know me, that would be, and for me to even allow that stand for me, it would be hypocritical because I've always wanted the church that I was that I was uh, attached to, related to, connected in, however you want to say it, pastor or not. I've always wanted that church to grow and do well financially, numerically. And spiritually, so I, you know, I think about all those, I think about all those things. But today, for our purposes, for this time, for this study, for this moment, we're going to talk about how can you tell when a church is growing spiritually. What are the signs of a church that is growing spiritually? Number one sign, and I probably, <laughs> oh, I'll probably not give you any more numbers if you've been listening to these podcasts. You know, that's not my street. But the, but the first thing, since I'm already giving it, is a church that is growing spiritually is preaching the gospel passionately. Oh, man, listen, uh, I, I don't know. I know there are a lot of theological debates and arguments and all kinds of things. I got these guys on my Facebook, and, uh, man, they you know they, uh, they think this doctrine is the only doctrine, and then I go, oh, they think this political agenda is the only agenda, This or this hot topic button is the only button, or this social concern is the only concern. All these things... When the truth is, we should be preaching the gospel. And we should be preaching it with passion. And growing churches are doing that. Now, that doesn't mean theology is important. That doesn't mean we don't take stances or have belief. It doesn't mean any of that. What it means, though, is we have priority on preaching the gospel. We're not going we're not to uh, corrupt it. We're not going to replace it. We're not going to uh, you know, make it secondary. We're going to preach the gospel. There was a preacher some years ago who had a lot of uh, theological beliefs that would fit in to what a lot of people today are saying, declaring, or whatever, and, and would go against grain for a lot of other folks. But one of the things he said, and I don't know how many times he said it, I do know he said it at least once. I know that apparently he followed it every sermon. He always said, no matter, well, this is a paraphrase. Let me go, don't go look up the text because. Uh, well, I didn't go look it up. I don't quote. A, I don't quote directly a lot of a lot of folks that he hadn't figured it out by now. But anyway, one of the things he said is that no matter the text he's using or the text that God has brought him to, he makes a beeline for the cross. 
And his point was, he didn't let his quote-unquote theology get in the way of preaching the gospel. Now, you can say what you want, think what you will. You can, uh, you can believe what, quote-unquote, you have to, I guess. But if you want to be in a growing church, if you want to be, uh, if you want to help your church grow, make sure there's a passion for preaching the gospel. Well, the second one's like, I know, I used a number again. Oh, my gosh. Well, anyway, count your blessings. I've used two numbers. The second one is a growing church, a church that's growing spiritually, is about the business of explaining the gospel uh, to the saved. Uh, you know, some people call it discipleship. Uh, other churches talk about an educational process. Uh, but both in sermons and in, you know, its education uh, system or uh, in its relationships, whatever it's doing, it's always explaining the gospel, how it works and how it works in our daily life. The problem with a lot of people is, and I don't know what the percentage would be. I don't have charts and graphs to show you or numbers to give you. But I do know this. The problem with a lot of people in the church is this. They think it's great their church preaches the gospel, but they never understand that daily they have a responsibility to do what they can to shine the light on the gospel or to share the gospel or, 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 or to pass the gospel along because it's never been explained to them that we were in this together. <laughs> I know there's a lot of debate. You'll hear a by the way, you're going to hear that little sound in the background. Nothing I can do about that. It's going to be there. Overlook it. It doesn't mean anything. Nothing's wrong. Don't worry about it. Okay? But anyway, let me get back to my point. Churches that grow not only preach the gospel with passion, number one, but they explain the gospel fully to those who come to faith. This is what Paul is more or less telling the Corinthians. You know, I fed you with milk. You need to be in solid food. Uh, there was a beginning point. Now you should be at a growing place. And on and on. And so there is this... There is this idea that there's more to do. You, you've preached it. Now you got to explain it. But number three, uh, uh, churches that are growing spiritually are going forward much more often than they're going backward. Now, you say, what? Well, the truth is because we sometimes fail and falter and are frail and all, all, all the things that we can think of, even growing churches spiritually do not always move forward, I, I, you know, every step. But when you look at it overall, you have to evaluate, yeah, yeah, they're growing. You say, well, what causes churches not to do that? Well, that's another lesson from another time. And, and, and I, as tempted as I am to chase rabbits today, I, I just don't have time to chase that rabbit today. So just let me tell you, uh, when you when you're in a church that's growing, you're going to notice that you're growing forward much more than staying still, staying stagnant, or going backwards. Oh, there's going to, because often, often part of our growth, often part of what we're doing, often part of those things, it has to do with what happens in, quote unquote, the world, okay? And the world is not, you know, it's not our friend. It's not our home. And, and there will be things that the world throws at us and that the world uses to block us or cause us to stumble or fall or whatever. And so what you see in growing churches is that much more often they're going forward, even as they continuously come across uh, the traps, the trappings of the world uh, that is determined uh, to knock them back, knock them down. And so those first three things, and those are vital. Those are those are really important. We need to make sure they're important there. Number four, a, a growing church is reaching up to the Lord, reaching out to one another, and then reaching into itself. You say, what does that mean? Well, first off, I, I can tell you this, and I don't want to cause an argument, and, and, and but a church that isn't, when you go in their worship services and you don't feel that passion, you don't feel that that presence, and you don't feel that 
persistent nature to find the peace and the presence and the power of God, you're going to find they're probably not growing spiritually. Okay, they're just not. And so a growing church, man, they want to reach up to heaven. They they want the presence of God to fill their services. Many of their people are praying for it, asking for it. And, and, and besides that, they're looking for it when they come in. They're looking for God to manifest. And then they're looking, and then they're reaching out, picking up the fallen, uh, the stumbling, uh, the curious. Uh, some years ago, and I'm terrible, 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 terrible with time. But some years ago, there was a phrase that was used, uh, people being seekers. And that was for Harry Potter, by the way. <laughs> Harry Potter reference in a in a uh, podcast, Andy. That's that's probably not good, but I'm aware of that kind of stuff. And so anyway, uh, and I know churches that they even put that in their name, indicating that they were they were not only aware of seekers uh, in society and around the world who are seeking the truth, seeking direction. Uh, they wanted to help them, uh, you know, find out and, and what they need to do and what they need to how, how they need to follow. And so. It was a reminder of reaching out, and a reminder that they're interested in bringing people in. Uh, sometimes we've got the us for no more. You know, we've paid the utilities. We have chairs or pews, or whichever we have. Uh, it, it's, it's not raining in the building. You can come in now. Come in, sit down, and shut up. <laughs> that, that's not that's not a growing church. Okay, churches that are growing spiritually often give much more thought to those who haven't shown up than to those who are there. Because they're aware of the fact that they have to become a place where people are comfortable, where people are aware of the need to come in, where people are aware uh, of the things that uh, make it a place you want to be. And so they they do things that make people come. And you know you see this in music, you see it in the you know the screens with the with the scripture passages on the on the screen. The sad thing is, the troubling thing is, a lot of quote unquote church people, a lot of Christians are substituting bringing their Bible to church and reading God's Word in the Bible uh, for watching it on the screen. Now, I realize a lot of people have got that place, their eyes, you know, they can't see this well, the blah, 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 and all these things. I realize there are reasons to read the screen. Maybe you've got a child to hold in your arms. Maybe you've got to slap your husband, keep people awake, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Understand that. So this isn't an argument for that. What this is is that you and I, if we can, should be bringing our Word our copy of God's Word, open it uh, when we go into the church, reading it, reading the passage, and maybe marking it, highlighting it. Uh, it's all right in my Bible. Okay, so put something in there to mark it so you can read it later. Go home, look it over, think about it. Uh, so you got reaching in, reaching out to other people. You got reaching up to God, excuse me, reaching up uh, to the presence of God, the power of God, the peace of God, all those things. Reaching out to people who need to come in or, or who, who are, you know, having difficulty or struggle and, and then reaching deep within ourselves. Growing churches, they, they do self-evaluation. Hey, I, I failed here. I'm failing here. I, I need to do better. Or praise the Lord for the victory here. Uh, I, I need a victory there. Whatever it is. And there's this huge desire uh, to reach it. Listen, I've looked at the clock on the wall. And I realize that I have gone. Well, I'm soon going to be way past the time. Uh, a friend of mine taught me when he first started these podcasts, about 18 minutes is what you need to go. Uh, if you can do 18 minutes, then, uh, and people can begin on their journey to work, and, and then they can get to work or home or whatever, and they can hear the whole podcast, and I turn it off and not get back to it. So we have tried. <coughs> I've failed miserably, but we have tried to kind of stay with that 18-minute goal. Uh, I, I, I think in my mind, 18 to 25 minutes, because I need Lenya. <laughs> 
I need, I need space. I need grace. I need all that things. But anyway, uh, I, we're going to stop there for the day. We'll, we will probably pick up our next podcast with, with finishing signs of a spiritually growing church. But we'll, we'll pick up there. But let me, let me share with you what we've talked about so far. Uh, churches that are growing spiritually, they preach the gospel laws. They explain the gospel the same. They're going forward more often backwards. They're reaching up to the Lord, out to one another, uh, out to others, and then in within themselves uh, to find what they need to do. In other words, they want to always be eating the, the, the meat of the word and growing. Listen, I, thanks for listening today. Uh, DS Preacher Man, gmail.com, all lowercase. That's how you contact us. Let us know what you think. Let us know what God has laid upon your heart. Hey, he said, Brother Danny, I didn't agree with a thing you said. Okay, that's great. That's fine. That's terrific. But share, share with me why you didn't agree with it. Share with me, okay, you're wrong here. Or maybe I would have said that. I, no, that's great. That's fine. That's terrific. I want to hear from you. DSPreachMen, gmail.com. If you are a listener, someone who listens regularly, and you haven't contacted us in a while, man, we'd love to hear from you. Oh, Brother Danny, you know, I, I listen. I've told you a number of times. Great. Thank you. We appreciate your listening. Hope that you continue to listen, but we'd love to know that you still are. Uh, so just hey, send us a, uh, an email, DSPreachMen, at gmail.com, all our case, and say, we are listening. Thank you. Praying for your ministry. Okay. Well, I think that's going to probably do it all for today. We're over that 20 minute, 20 minute mark now. I'm so glad. Thank you for listening. Listen, I hope that you're not one of those that have uh, taken a place on the sidelines. You know, I have a pandemic and I'm so worried and so scared. And so I'm not going to go to church. You're doing a lot of other things. Uh, and by the way, if you're going to, you know, full football stadiums or basketball arenas or, you know, baseball or softball fields. And, uh, oh, but I can keep my distance. Ah, don't tell me that. No, you can't, really. Uh, I know there's noise. Don't worry about it. Um, you need to reevaluate. That, that's all I'm going to say. You need to reevaluate. I pass the church. Oh, I pass it quite often, but and it catches my eye every time, I guess, to be in total honesty or uh, transparency about uh, and, and I know why they've got it on there. I understand. We're ready when you are. Well, Goodness gracious, I was glad when they said in me, let us go to the house of the Lord. That's what the psalmist said, and that's what I believe, and I hope you're there too. Hey, are you growing spiritually? Is your church growing spiritually? Look these things over. We'll pick up next time. Uh, while I was talking to him, made, made a decision. Yes, we'll finish the numbers. We'll finish the list. Look at it next time. I am so glad you tuned in. Uh, I am glad that you're here. This has been and is DK Ministries. Proclaiming the Word podcast. I am Danny Smith. I am a Bible teacher for DK Ministries. Uh, you can look us up on the Facebook at our DK Ministries website. There are lots of videos or uh, copies of podcasts there. So you can go to Anchor, where we have we record these podcasts. Thank you so appreciate it for Anchor. And then you can go to almost, uh, well, I don't know, I should say almost. You can go to many venues that offer podcasts and find our podcasts there. A number of people we know listen on Spotify. They say that's their favorite place to listen. Uh, and so, and I think Anchor and Spotify somehow uh, are kissing cousins in the industry. <laughs> Something, I don't know. Uh, but anyway, thank you for listening. God bless you. Pray for you. And as I said, you don't have a church home. Or you, are you looking for a place to attend worship, wanting to get back into worship, whatever it is, and you live anywhere in the Kentwood area or beyond, uh, where you can drive in to Taylor Creek Baptist Church. Come visit with us. Come let us say, hey, I listen to podcasts. I just thought I'd come uh, here today or see you. Uh, 
not not really, you know, anything else is that I come today because you find it. Okay, good. We love that. But if you're in the area and need a church home, we'd love to see you. Some wonderful folks here. Uh, I've been there about five weeks, and, you know, they haven't boycotted yet. And so we're thankful for that. <laughs> and we will, uh, we will see you next time. God bless you. Hey, hope to see you soon.